If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, iron and hard top. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. What is going on since the sandbox fans? Welcome back. And this is our last episode of our schedule predictions. Our NFC West is the only division that we have not covered yet. So if you have not checked out the rest of the divisions, go and check out the entire NFC and the AFC. This is just my realistic predictions on what these teams will look like and what their records will be going into this year. I have the NFC West being very competitive, so make sure you guys stay tuned and hear all four teams, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the defending Super Bowl champs, the Rams. Before I get into the episode, guys, we have one week left for the Podcast Awards. I need everybody to go to podcastawards.com and vote for Census Sandbox for the sports category and the People's Choice Awards, along with myself, Steve Toro, for Podcast Influencer and Host of the year. Guys, that is very appreciated. Thank you for everybody that's been reaching out. Whether we win or whether we don't, it's really appreciated in here. So I just want to make sure you guys know that. And also go to our podcast since the sandbox.net, Apple or Spotify and leave a five star review. Later on today, we are going to start our fantasy content, our fantasy rankings from kickers, defenses, tight ends, running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks. We're going to go through it all. We're going to have some fantasy beware guys. So that's another episode coming out in this year, this fantasy season. We're also going to be talking about daily fantasy and betting a whole lot more. So I hope you guys all enjoy that. And I hope you guys stay in tune. We're very excited for what's about to come at Since the Sandbox. All right, to get into the episode, the first team I'm going to start with is the Seahawks. And this is the first time things are very different in Seattle. You know, no Russell Wilson. They don't have that all-star defense that can really carry them. So it's going to be interesting to see the type of season that they have with Drew Locke. I have them starting off a season with the loss to the Broncos. I just think that that game might mean a little bit more to Russell Wilson. It's Monday night football game, the first Monday night game of the year. I do have the Broncos coming out on top. After that, I do have the Seahawks getting two wins in a row, a win at the 49ers in a tough division game, and a win versus the Falcons in week three. After that, I have the Seahawks losing three games in a row, losing at the Lions, losing at the Saints, and losing versus the Cardinals. Now look, the games at the Lions and at the Saints, those games can really go either way. I didn't give them a loss because, you know, those teams are so much better than them. I just think the way that the season works out, the other team's schedule predictions, you just have to be consistent throughout. And no one's going to go, you know, 17 and 18 and 0. We're not predicting that here. And we're not predicting losing seasons here. Pretty close. You know, there's a couple of teams that are around that three win mark. But other than that, everyone has a pretty fair amount of wins. So two and four through the first six weeks for the Seahawks. Week seven comes around. I have them getting a big win at the Chargers. And I think the Chargers are going to be one of the more competitive teams this year. But I also think the Chargers are a team that's very capable of dropping, you know, a couple of games that they should probably win. With that Chargers win, I have the Seahawks getting hot, winning three games in a row. That Chargers game versus the Giants and at the Cardinals in another tough division game. Guys, the Seahawks are going to play the NFC West extremely hard, and it's going to be extremely competitive. You know, whether it's the Cardinals, the defending champs, and the Rams, or the 49ers, I expect all those games to be very close. Week 10 comes around, and I have the Seahawks getting a loss to the Bucks in London. And through the first 10 weeks, that has the Seahawks being 5-5. Five and five. 
500 record without Russell Wilson through 10 weeks. I'd view that as pretty positive. Week 11 is the bye for the Seahawks. Week 12, they have a loss versus the Raiders. Guys, I do feel like the Raiders are a team that's going to drop a couple of games to teams that they should win, just like I mentioned with the Chargers, but I do see the Raiders getting this win. After that, I have the Rams getting a loss to the Seahawks in Week 13, and I just think, you know, the Rams are a team that's going to be very hot coming off of last year, and to repeat that same success is going to be extremely difficult. I have the Rams being one of my best teams in the entire NFL, one of the best records, but I just think a division game can always slip up and give them a loss. After that win versus the Rams, I have the Seahawks dropping four straight games, losing versus the Panthers, versus the 49ers on Thursday Night Football, at the Chiefs, and versus the Jets. They get one more win at the end of the season, beating the Rams and sweeping them in the season series, and finishing with a 7-10 record for the Seattle Seahawks. The next team up in the division is the Arizona Cardinals, and they don't start out the season like they did last year with an 8-0 win streak, but they do start the season pretty strong. I have them losing Week 1 versus the Chiefs. I think that's a tough test Week 1. And I think there's a lot of moving pieces with both teams, right? This is a game that the Cardinals could win if the Chiefs aren't used to playing without Tyreek Hill and scoring in bunches. But I do think the Cardinals will end up losing this game. I just think, you know, the experience will be a huge factor. And if this game was in Arizona, it might be a different story. But where you have to travel to Kansas City, that's a tough place to play. So losing week one for the Cardinals. But after that, I have them winning seven straight games. Winning at the Raiders versus the Rams, at the Panthers, versus the Eagles, at the Seahawks, versus the Saints on Thursday Night Football, and at the Vikings. So that has them starting the season off 7-1, and one, and I feel like that's a pretty strong start for the Cardinals, even though it's not an undefeated start. After the big win streak, I actually have the Cardinals dropping three straight games, losing versus the Seahawks, at the Rams, and versus the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Those are three tough division games, and I do think the Cardinals might have a second chance to with a lot of those teams to really get right the second time that they play them, but first time around after the win streak, I do think they cool down a little bit. After losing three straight games, they have them getting a win versus the Chargers in Week 12, and that has them going into the bye with eight wins and four losses. After the bye week, I have the Cardinals getting a tough win versus the Patriots on Monday Night Football. I do think both of those teams will be needing this win at this point in time in the season. The Patriots might be fighting for a contention in the AFC, and the Cardinals could be in a division battle with that loaded NFC West. After the game versus the Patriots, I have them losing at the Broncos, winning versus the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. That game is also on Christmas. And then losing versus the Falcons in Week 17 and winning at the 49ers in Week 18. That has the Cardinals finishing with an 11-6 record. I feel like this is a really realistic possibility. And we could see this team in Arizona take another jump that they have from the past couple of years. Well, you know, we could really see some regression as, you know, the Rams and the 49ers look to load up that division. Since the Sandbox fans, we just gave you guys the Cardinals and the Seahawks schedule predictions. Before we get into the 49ers and the Rams, I need you guys all go to sandbox.net, Apple, or Spotify, and leave a five-star podcast review and tell us what you like about the podcast. And while you guys are at it, go to the podcastawards.com and nominate Since the Sandbox for the sports category People's Choice Awards in Steve for host and influencer of the year. We're about to get started with the 49ers. Stay tuned.
Guys, with the way my schedule predictions worked out, the 49ers ended up having a really successful season. And I have to share that the NFC West was the last team that I did and went through all of their schedule predictions. And how I do this is I go through every other team's schedule that I already did and make sure that those losses and wins stay consistent so that none of these records are different. Let's say, for example, the 49ers get a win on their list and the Rams get a a win on their list for the same game. We can't be doing that here. we got to do it right. The 49ers are going to start the season off with a win at the Bears. I feel like that's a really important way to start the season. And the 49ers started off the season a little bit slow last year. I think this year they're going to continue to catch stride in the second half. But I do think that they'll start off the season pretty well to stay balanced. Week 2, I have them getting a loss versus Seattle. You guys already heard that in my schedule predictions. And then I have them bouncing back in Week 3 and getting a big win at the Broncos Sunday Night Football. This team plays back-to-back primetime games between Weeks 3 and 4. So I have them Sunday Night Football in Week 3 and Monday Night Football in Week 4. And that game Week 4 is versus the Rams. I do have them getting a loss for that game. That's 2-2 through the first four weeks for the 49ers. After that, a couple of easier games come up on the schedule and they travel to the Panthers and the Falcons and get two wins in a row. So four and two after six weeks is pretty positive. After those two easy games at the Panthers and at the Falcons, they go and verse the Chiefs, which does end up being a loss. Before the bye week in week nine, they they travel to the Rams and get a win. That's a very tough game, but after bouncing back versus the Chiefs, very strong way to start the second half of the season. For the 49ers after the bye week, I have them getting seven straight wins, winning from week 10 all the way to week 17, beating the Chargers on Sunday night football, the Cardinals on Monday night football, the Saints, the Dolphins, the Bucks. The Seahawks on Thursday Night Football, the Commanders on Christmas Eve, and the Raiders. So that's a really tough stretch of games. I do just think the 49ers at that point in time, you know, will be a very balanced team. I think Trey Lance will have some experience if he's the guy at the helm. And, you know, Debo Samuel might be carrying that team to the promised land. Elijah Mitchell might be. Who really knows? It's always a different guy for the 49ers every single year and with Kyle Shanahan. Finishing up the season, I do have the last game of the season being a loss for the 49ers, Nets versus the Cardinals, but this has the 49ers finishing with a 13-4 record, and like I said before I started this schedule prediction, I don't have the 49ers actually being this successful throughout. I, I feel like they'll probably drop a couple more games. I don't think they'll get 13 wins, but just to stay consistent with the rest of my predictions, this is what I have the 49ers record being this year, one of the best in the entire NFL. We have one more team left in the NFC West, and that is the Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams. And I do have them having another successful season. I think it's going to be hard to be repeat Super Bowl champions, but crazier things have happened in the NFL. I have the Rams starting off the season with a win versus the Bills on Thursday Night Football and getting another win in Week 2 versus the Falcons. 2-0 to start for the defending champs. That's a great start. Week 3 comes around for the Rams, and they get a loss traveling to the Cardinals, but get three wins in a row after that. A win at the 49ers on Monday Night Football, a win versus the Cowboys, and a win versus the Panthers to take them into the bye week. 5-1 and one going into the bye week at week 6, I feel like is a really good point. 
for the Rams. And even though this is a very early bye week for a Super Bowl contender, I do think that the Rams are a team that can stay challenged throughout to help improving in different ways. And even though there are a lot of veterans on that defense, there's a lot of youth on that offense. So getting a lot of experience and building those relationships, you know, with guys like Allen Robinson and all the running backs in that room, I feel like that'll be really important. After the bye week, I have the Rams dropping two games in a row, and then things really start to heat up for LA. I have them losing versus the 49ers and at the Bucks, and those are two really tough games, maybe two of the toughest games of the season for the Los Angeles Rams. But they bounce back and go on another win streak, starting off with the Cardinals in Week 10, the Saints in Week 11, the Chiefs in Week 12, the Seahawks in Week 13, the Raiders... On Thursday Night Football Week 14, the Packers on Monday Night Football Week 15 versus the Broncos on Christmas. I have all those games being wins for the Rams. And like I said, that's not an easy part of the schedule, but I do think the Super Bowl champs can get it done. After that, to end the season, I do have the Rams dropping two straight, dropping a game versus the Chargers on Sunday Night Football, and losing the last game of the season to the Seahawks, which had the Rams finishing with a 12-5 and record. So according to my predictions, the 49ers would be on top of this division, but I am expecting the Rams to you know, be defending that NFC West and return unless a crazy injury happens to Matthew Stafford or Cooper Cup or you know Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Even Bobby Wagner now, so we'll see what happens. But Sean McVay is going to get that team right. I do think Kyle Shanahan will lead a very sturdy ship for the 49ers this year. And Guys, this is my NFC West schedule prediction, so make sure you guys let me know what you think of the schedule prediction series, and make sure to stay tuned to all of our fantasy content that we have coming up. Go to the podcast awards and nominate us, and go and leave us a five-star review. Peace out, guys.